Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to a new week of Am I Really The Podcast. This is Gabby. If it's your first time tuning in, welcome, honey. I'm so glad that you tuned in today because you are in for a treat. Y'all, it is June now. Congrats. You have made it halfway through the year. Come on, somebody. Come on. Yes. Y'all, I am so excited that today is the first Sunday of the month and that first Sunday equals uh, going over church, going over time in church service. Typically, not always, but um, sometimes. And with thinking today of how sometimes when we go over service, I love it, right? Versus years ago, I could not stand it. It just makes me think about how as people, sometimes we just change our mind. But then also with that, we just change our, our interest just change. That's what I'm trying to say. Our interest change as people in that some of the habits, patterns, or even interests or dreams that we had years from now are not the same as now, right? Like they just aren't the same. Say for instance, for me, if you asked me at least maybe honestly, even a year ago, if you asked me a year or two ago, what would be the first thing that I would want in a, in a job post-grad post-graduation, it would be, of course, a job that makes a bunch of money. I want to pay off my student loans. I just want to make a bunch of money, Right. Versus with starting this this job that I have now, it's made me realize that that was not my number one goal. It wasn't and that I wanted something that's purposeful. And then also I wanted something that would be a long-term investment that years from now, I'll look back at this job and I'm like, thank God that I learned these type of skills and I didn't just go to work every single day just to get a paycheck. And it kind of just thinking about with entering um being in this new job and everything is that, oh my goodness, it just makes me think about how whenever we are exactly in the place that God wants us to be, God always shows himself. And even the ways that are just so small, so small, so inconspicuous, right? So say, let me tell you how um, I just know like, okay, this is where God needs me to be. And also why, uh, also really quick of how maybe you can determine if you are kind of in a just... Is God, am I really where God wants me to be, right? And once I want God, I'm talking about God and Jesus Christ. So the first thing was the first day I already knew. So the first day I get to work and I smell the scent that's in the office. This is the same scent that was in um, an office when I had studied abroad in Spain two years ago, right? So instantly, like, that just, like, how, how is that? You have the same exact scent from that. But then also with that is uh, today I was just, or even over these last couple of days, I was just thinking, oh, Lord, I live in this city that is so diverse and I really could be talking to people from different cultures a lot more than I do. Like, yes, my church is multi-ethnic, um, multi-generational, multicultural, which is amazing. While also at the same time, I do want to talk to people who don't go to uh same church as me, you know, people who do live within the area. Shoot, they can even come to church with me if they want to. And so today, literally, it's like 30 or something minutes before I'm about to get off work and this Indian family comes in and we're 
talking all the way until I am like 10 minutes over the clock because <laughs> they came in to get a tour at the apartment complex that I work for. And then we're just talking about life and I'm just trying to, you know, help them out with figuring out a place to stay. And so it's just little moments like that. Whereas I'm like, okay, Lord, you have carried me. Okay, Lord, I am where I am. And that God is not a God of confusion. He isn't. Paul wrote this um, within the New Testament. God is not a God of confusion. So if you're a person and you're not, and you're like very, very confused, maybe it's a sign that A, you're not in God's will, but then also might be B, it might be, you might need to lean on or um, ask godly counsel. What do you think about this? What do you think about this relationship? What do you think about what I'm doing, my finances? Like, what do you think? Because God does not place us in confusion. He places us in his arms, Okay. Now, the first week that I started this job, yes, I had that first day feeling, but then a part of me was just thinking, mm, did I make the right decision? Because I had literally had two or three uh, different job interviews and one of them was honestly a potential job um, offer, but I had already accepted the current job offer and I'm a person, I don't like burning bridges, but then also I don't like starting something, but then to turn around in two seconds and not do it. And the only times in my life when I have started something and stopped it um, abruptly is because I've had personal stuff going on in my life. Like I'm a person, I'm not going to just start something and stop it. If I do, it's because I literally have personal stuff. Like I cannot do this, right? All right. And so um, when that had happened, I was just, and so in the first week when I had these all these different job, all job interviews, part of me was just like, oh, why don't we just go? Like this could, it could be more money or whatever. But then- I to think about, A, I need a job. I need some money because y'all already know how this past year has been. But then also with that is this was an answered prayer. And it's just so many different moments. Like even today, the place that I work is actually the first is actually, actually within the um, bottom part of this um, complex is where I recorded my first blog video. And I'm like, hmm. God, you started me here. Hmm. And then even with this apartment complex, it's the same place where as I started to realize who God was. It's not where I got saved, but it's where I started to um, just know that God was real. Right. And so just quick, just that's just a quick tip that if you feel like you don't understand uh, if you're in God's will, he'll, he'll, he'll direct you and he'll show you. It's just like, um, within Psalms of how I shall not want for the Lord is all I need, everything. And then when you go later down, um, it talks about how though I walk through the valley of death, like I won't be um, harmed or anything like that. That that whole scripture is just deep. Like people be putting on rap songs, but if you really, really knew, like just the intensity of this scripture, oh my goodness. Mm. All right. So y'all, let's get into this topic today because I don't, I don't know why I keep going. I'm sorry. All right. So for today, we're just going to talk about what if I change my mind, right? So you do, you started something and you're like, ooh, do I finish it? You entered a relationship and you're like, ooh, do we stay on green light or do we go to red light? Or you might even be on yellow light. Or you're a person, you really, really want to move, right? You want to move. You feel like there's a direction to go or whatever, right? But you don't know what to do. Well, I'm here to help you out today, honey. Okay. All right. So the first thing with thinking about this, oh, what if, what if, what if it's 
it can be very dangerous to stay stagnant, right? So staying stagnant is basically you're not moving, you're not doing or anything, right? And we all do this at times while at the same time, it's not an excuse when we use it and we just sit in it. Do you get what I'm saying? So say for instance, when I realize I'm being stagnant, right? I realize it. That's the first thing with healing or with doing something is that I have to realize it. I have to realize if I'm not where I want to be or something like that, right? And so that's the first thing. That's really the first step with you if you, you're you entering a situation or um, considering exiting whatever, a situationship or relationship, um, even a friendship. And you're wondering like, what if I change my mind? Realize that if you continue to stay stagnant, you are not going to move anywhere. If you keep um, just staying at this yellow, yellow light, nothing is going to change. How can we expect new results from no type of change? How? Right. And then when I'm thinking about someone who did, who wasn't stagnant first, I think about Jesus, but then also I think about Abraham. Right. So when you go and read in Genesis, you read um, basically this story of how God had called Abram because that's um, that was his name before he was Abraham. Right. So God called Abram, like, leave your city, go to a let go and, and just go go to this land that I will show you. Abram had no idea what this land looked like. Abram had no idea if, Lord, are you truly going to provide for me? Because Abram had a wife named Sarah. Right. And while her name was Sarah during that time. And so Abram and Sarah, they they were basically what's the word? Barren, right? Like they couldn't have children, but God even promised Abram, like, if you go, you go to this land, I'll show you, I will bless you and everything, right? And with doing this, with taking this step, first he had to trust God, but then he also had to have obedience. What is that? That's the mixture of faith, right? Faith is trust and obedience in God. And so you don't understand uh, if you should go green light or if you should, if you should, leave a job. You don't know if you should stay at a job. You don't know if you should do whatever with the person you've been intimate. If the next step with the person you've been intimate, I would first, first question to ask yourself is where is my faith? Where is my trust? Who do I obey? If you obey anything before God, it is an idol. If you lay down to anything before God, it is an idol. If you lay down to anything before God, it is an idol. And I'm talking about money. I'm talking about sex with someone, whether it's um, outside of marriage, but then also, hold on, let's go a step deeper. Just because we are... mm, just because we are with someone and we've made a covenant within what looks like our eyes or whatever, that person is not before God. You can be married and your kids your kids be your idol. You can be married and your spouse be your idol. Any person, anything that is before God is an idol. And if you want to understand what is an idol a little bit more, I would encourage you to go back to Old Testament, read Deuteronomy, read Leviticus, read just read all of these different scriptures that talk about um an idol, right? Like really quick top of my mind, I think about within it's uh it's within a part of King, Kings basically of how Elijah during his time, like he was a prophet, used by God in everything. And 
during this time, there were so many different people who were bowing down to Baal, which was um, an, a, a false god and idol, right? In today's generation, yes, we still have false gods and everything. But in today's generation, we might not bow down to Baal. We might not bow down to a gold statue, but we might bow down to a man. We might bow down to a woman. We might even bow down to our gods. If our jobs or whatever we're working at, our businesses, our investments, if anything, stocks, bonds, it doesn't matter what it is, CDs, whatever. If whatever we are chasing is greater than God, then it is an idol, point blank, period. And when we reach that point, we gotta, we can't stay stagnant. We have to repent. But then also with that is we just gotta go back to God. All right. And so that's the first question to ask yourself. Um, what I like, what I had just said. And then also, if you are so just conflicted, you're on yellow with uh, just making this decision is number two, go back to where you started or where you rededicated. Say, for instance, um, I'm going to tell y'all a secret real quick. Okay. All right. So I, I don't know why this came to my mind, but for me, one of the things I would really love to do when I get married, and we've been married years deep in, or even a year, it don't matter, marriage is hard. One thing that I really would love for us to do is every single time that we get in an argument, whether it's stupid, whether it's an argument that, wow, that makes sense that we are having this type of argument, or whatever type of argument that we're having, I would want us to just sit down, go downstairs, not, not in our bedroom, but go downstairs, uh, put on TV or whatever, and watch our wedding tapes, like watch the day that we took our vows, because we need to, because I personally feel like there are probably going to be times, I'm guessing, during marriage that we need to go back to where we started. And so if you uh, you have a spouse, maybe you can do that. But then also, if you're a person, you're leaving like a situation, a job or whatever, remember where you started with it, right? And make a column that is, to, make a column that is a pros and the cons, Write down all the pros of this situation, this person, this um, relationship, um, this or uh, your marriage or whatever. And if typically, if your pros outweigh the cons, then a it helps with forgiveness. Just like within um, Matthew, when Peter had asked Jesus, "So how many times do I need to forgive?" and he's like 70, 70, 77 times seven, all in one day. Like what? You want me to forgive? How many times, Jesus? Mm. okay <laughs> but yeah it's the same thing it, it with writing this list it's going to help you go back to uh just where you started with someone or where you started with a job or venture or whatever um and then if you're a person and you are really considering about moving you're really thinking about taking this big move across a couple states maybe you're moving from midwest to somewhere you're leaving va because you've been saying it years for in years and you're finally doing doing it i'll encourage you you for real for real need to make this list and so when you make this list it's going to look a little different right so you're going to you're going to have your pros and your cons right so you're going to have two pieces of paper but on one paper you're going to write where you currently live and then this on the second paper you're going to write your pros and your cons and you're going to write um you're going to write where you want to live. So say for instance, in one column I write Virginia and then in the other column I write California where I want to move um years from now, right? So just like that. Okay? And lastly, if you just keep thinking 
oh, I'm scared to do whatever with this situation is. You just got to go. You just have to go, right? You just have to go. Going back to Abraham, right? When we look at Abraham, the life he lived, if he would have never gone, like how would the Abrahamic covenant went, right? I'm going to put also a video that you can watch in to learn more about what this is, right? So basically the Abrahamic covenant is basically God promising, like, well, Abraham making a promise with God, which is a covenant, right? Making a promise with God and then all of Abraham's offspring, which include, which means if you have declared and confessed that Jesus, Lord, you believe he lived for you, died for you, he rose up three days later, which is why I confessed almost three, almost three years ago, then you are a part of this Abrahamic covenant, right? Um, because it, because that's just, that's just how it is, right? And so when Abraham and God had, um, made, made this right covenant, right? Abraham had to become a part of it, but then also with that, um, he had to go, right? He had to go. When you read Genesis 12, one through three in Eastern standard version, I said Eastern. Oh my goodness. Y'all, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's late. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Eastern standard. <laughs> y'all, I'm thinking about the time. Oh my goodness. All right. All right. Let's bring this back. Okay. When you look at Genesis 12, one through three in English standard version, which is ESV, it reads, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make you of a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So, and then with, when you go down this four, so Abram went as the Lord had told him and Lot went with him, right? Abram was 75 old when he departed from Haran. Y'all, when we look at this scripture, we got to think about how it was back in, back in the day, right? Imagine someone being older, you've developed in life, you've lived your life or whatever, and then you're leaving everything. That doesn't make sense. I mean, now it wouldn't make as sense a little bit, but imagine back in the day, back in the day, right? Like that's what, what do you mean you're leaving? But he obeyed God. He trusts, he had faith, which is trust and obedience in the Lord. Okay. And so same with you, you want to take this move or do whatever. You just have to make a decision. And with whatever the decision is, you just have to go because staying in the yellow light, staying in the, um, God, I'm going to wait a couple more months, staying in the God. I, I know that you're telling me to take this move. Abba, I know that you're telling me to take this step. Abba, you know, I love you. I love you. I serve you in my church. I serve you in my heart. I serve you at my job and everything. But God, this one part of my life with this man or whomever, God, I don't know if I want you to touch that part with having that type of mentality of God, I don't want you to touch this part. Realize that you are stopping God. You could be stopping God from what he wants to do with you, within you and through you, right? Yeah. So 
consider that as well. Because when Abraham had went, when he had obeyed God, when he trusted him in everything, and he went to this land that he didn't even know, like he, he couldn't physically see it. That's faith. Faith is you cannot physically see something, right? I always talk about um a lot. If you if you're new, go back and listen to other podcast episodes because you'll hear you'll hear me always say this verse pretty much is what which is um Hebrews. Faith is the evidence of things unseen it's assurance and things hoped for and then you read other versions it's like hope it's um things um it's a conviction of things unseen right like we cannot see it if if we can see something it's not faith it's just our reality and so with going and building or whatever you want to move to do right is that it is going to take faith um but also at the same time is realize that this, this is an investment with taking a move, with leaving something that does not suit you anymore, with building something that is just so amazing that generations of generations, right, can feed off of just like, um, within Proverbs of how a wise man leaves an inheritance, an inheritance for his children's children's, not just his children, but his children's children's, right? And so, Y'all with building, moving or whatever, it's going to take faith, but also it is going to bring glory to God. Some of you are so scared to just take this next step. Yes, I'm talking to you. Some of y'all are so scared to just take this next step, but you don't know what's on the other side of it, right? I would encourage, I encourage you right now to meditate for real, for real tonight on Hebrews 11. Go meditate on it. Go learn more about Abraham, but also learn more about who Jesus is and how Jesus wasn't even stagnant. And then also, I think about how Jesus lived this upset. Like when Jesus lived, he lived so low. Do you get what I'm saying? Like Jesus, when he came and when he had just came within to Jerusalem, right? He, of course, he had disciples who prepared, who, who helped, um, prepare the way for him to like get the donkey and all this stuff together. But when Jesus had came into Jerusalem, he came on a donkey. A donkey was just, a donkey did not make sense, right? When you think about it, because you have this king, you have this, um, Jesus Christ, who's the Messiah. He's the savior. He's the way, the truth, and the life. You don't get to God unless it's through him, right? You have Jesus, but he is, on this donkey, which is so low within character. A donkey represented humbleness. A donkey represented just honestly, like maybe even people who were poor, right? So yeah, y'all, I'm telling you, this is Bible. This Bible that we be reading, it got stuff in it. It it got it has so much in it. So y'all, just read your Bible, okay? And then before we head out, um, another scripture for you to meditate on because you are going to make a move. And then also, I'm gonna, I, this is my challenge for the week for you is to get give yourself six days, six days. And then you say yes or no. Don't say maybe. Don't say I'll do it then. Just say yes or no. OK. All right. So Joshua 1 7 in NIV, which is new international version, reads, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep the book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so I just pray over every single person right now. Um, Real quick before we head out tonight. 
Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, thank you for who you are. Lord, I just pray over um, whoever this woman is, God, that just needs to take that move. God, take that step. No matter if she has children, no matter if she has so much debt in collections or whatever, or whatever, Lord, I just pray that you continue just to move her. Lord, I just pray that you continue um, just to grow within her. That Abba, just like within John of how you said, um, I am the vine and you are the branches. Lord, I just pray over her that she just moves and just goes to the step that you step. That Abba, you have a pace for her. And that Lord, if she takes this one step, she takes this one move, she packs her bags. Abba, she leaves this town wherever that God there. Just like um, when you told Abram that I have a land I will show you. And then he inherited the land of Canaan. Lord, I just pray that she just moves, that she just knows that it will all be for your glory. Abba, even if every single thing does not make sense, just like Abba, again, within Hebrews of how faith is the evidence of things unseen. Lord, I just pray that she obeys your voice, that God, um, even when she takes this move, that it starts to go quick, 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 every single thing within her life. And so, Lord, I just thank you for who you are. I just pray, Lord, for your will be done above everything. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, amen, y'all. And I'll talk to you soon, okay? Good night. I love you.